0: Hello, all, and welcome back to another episode of Movies and Us, a weekly gathering place filled with conversations about movies, stories, and connection. My name is Jennifer Hahn. And I'm Sarah Callen. And today, we are going to be reviewing the latest installment in the Fast and Furious franchise, Fast X, not to be confused with Fast 10, which is, in in another multiverse, exists. (laughs) fast x we are like the apple iphone here we're cool and hip and trendy with fast x i mean but like let's just think
1: about the ridiculousness of the names of the fast and the furious franchise like they started being foolish many many movies ago so it's only fitting that this would be fast x (laughs) i guess my question is because this is the first of a three-part whatever finale i guess what are like is this going to be like fast x and then like fast 2x and then fast triple x like are we doing that are we doing are we going to go back to fast 11 like what what is our naming convention here (laughs) because it's been all over the map for a long
0: time what foolishness are they going to bring
1: to us next
0: my favorite one has always been too fast, too furious. Yes. <laughs> it's great. so good. <laughs> Gotta do it. I just think it's interesting that they're gonna be ending on 13. Like, what an odd number. At least could we have rounded up? No. No, apparently not, <laughs> because that's too logical. Maybe like lucky number 13? I don't know. Also, I like, I, I like the fast 2x, fast 3x approach. That's a good proposal yeah
1: yeah we'll we'll see what they do we can be certain it's going to be not that right Uh,
0: it's going to be fun puns with 11 no like what i don't know or 12 well i guess no they would be ending on 12
1: they would be everything
0: back yes they'll never get there will never
1: be a 13 (laughs) jen Never say never with The Fast and the Furious. Come on now. They can produce a million more of these movies that just get
0: increasingly ridiculous. I did have a thought during this where I was like, they could be setting themselves up for an extended universe of generational s- storytelling Absolutely. here. Which I just feel like is such a marketing scam to tell us that this is going to be the final trilogy Yes. But it's really not. But we're all going to go see them Absolutely. because it's
1: the final storyline. Well, and then they just have to wait 10 years and then they can reboot it again with little Brian and his merry band of car driving people.
0: Like, that's what I'm saying. They, they got it. The number of times that it was said, You are the next generation, <laughs> son. I was like, Wow. That's a good setup. I see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're not subtle at all. No you've never been subtle, so No. It's the
1: fast and the furious. It's part of the charm. It's part of the charm. We don't come to these movies for subtlety. No.
0: (laughs) I mean, there's far too much nuances and guessing and like normal human interactions. We come here for the literal. Tell me what I was supposed to feel, please. Yeah, buddy. That's all (laughs) that's all we want. Just tell us.
1: Okay, well, Sarah, kick us off with an IMDB <laughs> summary for FastX. I before I read this, I want you to know that there are two summaries on IMDb.
0: Oh, okay. One
1: is a sentence. Great, amazing. That is the one I will be reading. The other one is so long. It takes up like I have to scroll twice to get it's a through synopsis. All of it. it is a whole synopsis. And I see the number or I see the word Oscar. Oh no. Four, five times? (gasps) Oh no. Because it's like Oscar winner Helen Mirren, Oscar winner Charlize Theron, Oscar winner Brie Larson, Oscar winner Rita Moreno. Like,
0: you can only have Oscar that many times in your summary if you have a character whose name is Oscar. Okay, people, we're not trying to like name drop here that we have all these star studded people. Which they they have
1: (laughs) stuffed. everybody's (laughs) Everybody's <laughs> name into this thing. <laughs> it is oh, incredible man. how many names are on this. They made sure that we knew that everyone and their mom is in this movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Anyway, so up. They do. Yeah. They do. Okay. So here is the one sentence summary. Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug king- kingpin Hernan Reyes. <laughs> Easy. So simple.
0: I thought there was going to be more, but that no, was it. No, that just was didn't it. Ended. Just just one sentence, as literal as the charm of the movie it's describing. <laughs> Straightforward to the point. No, no guessing here. Nope. No. I love that, it. That's, How comforting. That's, yep, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what was your one sentence summary for Fast X? <laughs>
1: Mine is. <laughs> Nothing, not laws, physics, or logic can break up this family.
0: Oh no, yeah. Yeah. Nothing can break up this family. They are <laughs> apparently like all superheroes. Absolutely. They're they're all like just equipped with blessings from superhero gods. Yeah, man. Like if
1: you're going to assemble a family, why not do it with all these people who have
0: superpowers? It's mm-hmm. only logical. Pick the right. best of the best. This is the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> in the alternate universe where. Yes. <laughs> instead of like an object that is iconic for each one's personal brand, it's just their precision driving. Yeah, man. It's great. Who <laughs> needs Thor's hammer when you've got a car? Yeah. Good old American muscle. <laughs> And that is
1: the Fast and the Furious way. You have learned all you need to know about this know. franchise. That's that's
0: all you need. It's, you got it. It's great. I would love to live in the Fast and Furious universe where things are that simple. <laughs> I, I aspire for that. Uh, my one sentence summary is: just like a circus act, how many charismatic meatheads can we shove into one movie? <laughs> Gender. apparently a lot more than we thought
1: <laughs> there's always room for more
0: fret oh not my
1: goodness. There, there will be more in the next two movies probably i
0: know they just <laughs> assemble all of the very large muscular men in hollywood yeah They're like hey you want to join the club yeah you're not wrong. And everyone says yes yep that's how it works that is how we have gotten to the point that we're at <laughs> Okay, so let's dive in with our initial thoughts about Fast X and um, you probably know the formula for Fast and Furious movies, but alas, we will not spoil the ending Um, and we will include all of our conversation about the ending and and really entering spoiler territory in the second half. So Sarah, tell me your thoughts about Fast X.
1: I okay so I do have a question very quickly. Okay. What is your
0: relationship with the Fast and the Furious franchise? That is a good question. I think that I remember distinctly the first Fast and Furious movie I saw was The Fast 5 in oh, Shanghai, which was wow. such a funny experience watching yeah. that in Chinese with a fully Chinese audience. By the way that they they love the Fast and Furious franchise over there. Um, and I think honestly, I started out with one of the best ones. So (laughs) all of the other ones were just kind of like, okay, I can see how all of these people, you know, all their intersecting storylines and all that kind of stuff. But I watched a 10 minute summary of all nine other movies, actually 10 because there's Hobbs and Shaw to try and cram in before the test. And, um, I still was trying to figure out who was who and all of their vendettas against each other. I, I, am f- glad I watched that video cause I think I would have been far more lost than I was, but, um, I do not keep any of these human beings relationships straight <laughs> as far as the relationships with each other. What yeah. about you? I mean, to be fair, there are
1: a so million many. of them. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot to keep straight over way too many movies to mm-hmm. keep track of. So I, I completely understand. Um, I haven't seen all of the movies in the Fast Mm. franchise, but I've seen most of them. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think I've missed like two of them, but again, there's so many movies. Who could say? Um, But yeah, I, uh, I, I watched, I think one and two, like, I don't know, a decade ago. Like I watched them well after they had originally come out and then I caught myself up. Um, Mm, but yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty well versed. And even there were some people that I was like, oh man, you look vaguely familiar, but I don't know how you relate to the storyline, uh, because I did not do the logical thing. And I did not watch a 10 minute recap (laughs) video before I watched this. I should have been more prepared, but I was not. But anyway, it is what it is. I had a great time. Uh, it's not a good movie. It's not. It's not. But uh, it's a lot of fun. And it is the mindless entertainment that I have come to expect when I come into the Fast and the Furious franchise.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And something that I found so funny reading about it after I had watched the movie is that the director wanted to make sure that this movie was more grounded than the previous movie. And when I read that, I just thought to myself, nope. This is somehow a less believable movie to me than the previous one where they go to space in a car. So like, this movie is just utter foolishness. And I had a great time. And it seemed like a lot of the actors were also having a great time, which also just made it more fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also really funny to think about how this franchise has changed so much over time. Like I rewatched the first two films fairly recently and watching those and then mm. seeing what this franchise has become is just fascinating because this just started out as some dudes who were into cars and were street racers and then has become the foolishness that is Fast and the Furious. And so it's just also interesting to think about the trajectory and how much this has changed and honestly been probably shaped by the superhero rise uh, and how some of that has found its way in there. So it's just, it's interesting how this has evolved. And I'm I'm very curious to see where they go
0: next because they've done a lot. Where else can you go to
1: one-up yourself?
0: So much. (laughs) They, I mean... Like, the set piece of where the car chase scenes happen is, like, a character in and of itself. Yes. And I'm glad they're apparently saying this is the last three movies that they're going to do because I think it's just going to be harder and harder to do something that feels believable and realistic. I do wonder, like, when in the timeline of the past, was it, like, 22 years or something crazy like that? When in this franchise did we go from – no, we're going to take ourselves really seriously and do these street racing scenes to like things have become a formula and let's just give the people what they want because they, they eat it up and they love it every time. You know, like when did we distinctly make a little bit of a shift into that territory and then fully just commit to that path because so – they the the this these movies feel like they lean into the ridiculousness of, of it all at this point. And mm-hmm. I am just intrigued by the fact that you watched the first two more recently and feel that contrast and that difference. And it's just funny to think about where where along this timeline did we take a little turn onto a different path and just go for it and embrace that that's part of our franchise's brand, you know.
1: Yeah, I I think that it happened maybe around the 5th movie. Like it was obviously like a slow descent, but like the first two very grounded in reality. The third, Tokyo Drift, which honestly is one of my faves, which is an unpopular opinion, uh is still like fairly realistic. It's just all about drifting. Um though the acting is horrible in that. And so then I think probably around movie five and then just from there it's gotten more mm. and more ridiculous and I I I think for a while and man I'm just gonna need to watch all these movies again to better chart this but I feel like for a while they were being ridiculous but like There was a seriousness about it and now we've gotten to the point where it's just so ridiculous that the movie makes fun of itself like over and over and over again in this movie they're clearly making fun of it and Mm -hmm. that just makes it more fun to watch i think like yeah we all know that this is ridiculous and it's a great time and there's nothing wrong with that
0: Mm -hmm. that self-awareness is very healthy love to see it absolutely yeah, I had a great time with this movie as well. What a what a beginning to the summer blockbuster season to start off with Fast X. I think that it's just it's great to watch uh, big action sequences for to watch things get blown up and to watch Vin Diesel apparently have like a sheen covering his entire body where he just can't ever be burned or injured at all. Like talk Mm -hmm. about the ultimate plot armor. Yep. Dominic Toretto for sure wins the award. Um, There's some interesting stuff that this movie does with certain lines about like, they're directed at um, Dom around, you know, like the future won't have men driving behind them anymore like it's all going to be blah, blah blah so there's just like interesting little bits that they're throwing in these little sprinkles on top around technology and how it's going to shape the future and it feels very it all feels very meta and winking in a lot of ways so i thought that was kind of interesting top gun maverick actually also had a couple lines that were similar in nature um which is just just like very self-reflective for the movie to do um I thought that the some of the scenes were shot just like in such an interesting way. They kind of reminded me of the way music videos are shot where everything about the lighting and the coloring and the acting is like turned up by 10X and drama, you know, and, and all of the emotions are like heightened. And I, the entire movie does this, which I just thought was like, interesting and fun to watch. Um doesn't make it a good movie, but it's it's very entertaining. So uh I'm intrigued to talk with you about Jason Momoa as the villain in this and your thoughts on how they constructed him and how he did. He seems to be having the time of his life doing this thing. So great for Jason Momoa, but um I'm curious your thoughts on that. So we should talk about that at some point too. Do you want to talk about him right now? Let's do it i think let's include our uh, spoiler alert so Excellent. if you haven't seen fast x it is out in theaters you can't watch a fast and furious movie not in theaters come on y'all so go check it out and uh come back and continue to listen because we're entering spoiler territory okay let's talk about jason Momoa as a villain what did you think how did it work for you i don't know i i struggled
1: um he's obviously having the time of his life. He is having fun. And so like, that was fun to watch. But I, I struggled with this villain. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man, I, I I had a hard time believing it. Um, but he was having fun. So I was like, Okay, I guess I'll, I'll enjoy this too because you as the actor are having fun but he he wasn't my favorite
0: villain yeah I I was um especially I think when we near the third act of this movie I was like man I think this movie would be even stronger if they done that just totally done something a little bit different with him as the villain or given him a little bit more meat and potatoes um I wonder if they're setting up uh like Jason Momoa is the villain in this movie but there's more people behind him or whatnot that they're setting up for the later movies because if he's our primary foe for the next two movies and we're going out with this big bang I just think he can't hold up for that much of a responsibility to do. Um, His backstory is just, you know, pretty generic. We've seen it a million times before, like you killed my family, I'm going to come for yours. We've seen that a million times. I thought that some of the um, like playfulness of him as a villain reminded me a little bit of um, the characterization of the Joker where there's this kind of like maniacal like pleasure and fun that he, he feels like he gets to have being an agent of chaos. Um, but there were some moments where it it gets a little bit more um, maniacal that I, I loved. For example, the scene where um, they race against each other plus two other people in Rio. And there's this like question posed on like, who will you save? And we see mm-hmm. Jason Moya, like cackling ferociously. But it's accompanied by like a pretty dramatic and difficult decision for our protagonist. And I thought that pairing worked really well. But When he's like painting his toe- toenails with like two people that he's like killed, but then reconstructed together, I was like, okay, I, I'm not, this is a little too far. You're a little bit more clownish now. And I think it tanks a little bit of the believability and like the fun of having a really menacing foe that you're up against. So I think tonally, had they just toned back a little bit of the um, playfulness of him as a villain and lean and paired that a little bit more with some of these, I think candidly, like a little bit more like dramatic and violent scenarios. I think it would have worked a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I also am curious what they're going to do in the next movie. Cause we see mm-hmm. a bunch of former Foes teamed up with Dom and his crew, and so it does seem like Dante is going to be the big bad that they're trying to to take down. Uh, but I just, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure how that's going to work out.
0: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. He's not. He's. He doesn't have the same uh, juice the way that Thanos has to be the primary villain that everyone, all of the people that we're rooting for are up against. Unless this becomes mm-hmm. like Fast and Furious meets Succession and it's all about the betrayals of all of these other foes against um, Dom and his, and his now very large extended family. <laughs> well, he just I, adopts new people, even his past foes. He's like, he's yeah, dead. sure. Yeah, man, he
1: can be it's, part of the clan. Family. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But but that's a that's a good comparison with Thanos because like we built up to Thanos over multiple movies, Mm -hmm. and so we knew him even even before we we saw him. We we knew the threat of Thanos, and you know they just kind of retconned Dante into this whole franchise, which has been a consistent theme across all the movies. They're just retconning people in, so like it's fine it's just what they do but if we were building to this point i think a better way to do it would have been to have him show up earlier rather than just trying to like shoehorn him into a previous movie and then voila he's the main protagonist like i to me that's not enough to make for a really really good antagonist you need you need some more meat there especially if he's going to be going up against this beloved family plus former adversaries. Like I think you
0: just need, need more there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And if we're going out with a bang, we need a good foe. So I'm intrigued to see what they do next. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating that they have all of these former foes, little mini foes along the way. Um, kind of interacting with teaming up with uh after some fighting first got to do the little fighting the angry fighting for all of our revenge our pent-up anger and then now we're a team now apparently um also like given who the foes are (laughs)
1: like Jason Statham yes you're gonna need a fight scene Charlize Theron yes you're gonna need at least one fight scene if not more because honestly her and Jason Statham fighting are the most ve- believable things in this entire movie the best part so honestly you yes. have to have those
0: yeah I mean my hot take is that I think the scenes where it's it doesn't involve any of the cars and it's it's just Char- Charlize fighting and Jason Statham fighting were my favorite scenes like it just is a true action movie at that point it's not even a Fast and Furious movie but those were the most thrilling and exciting to watch
1: hmm yeah and definitely the most believable.
0: So <laughs> can we get the two of them to just be the primary foe? Because they're electric. Honestly. And like they make such
1: good foes too. Like yeah. their their performances and also their motivations as mm-hmm. foes, I think, make a lot of sense. And they they were able to be strong enough to carry the movies that they were in. Yes. Um but of course, now we have this interesting, like, kind of one over, but not fully part of the team. So if there could be some betrayal to get them onto Dante's side, that would be interesting. I don't know that they're going to go there, though. Ah, uh, but that would be so fun. That would be so fun. <laughs> and I feel like we need more people on Dante's side, like, I I feel like this needs to be like Civil War, like Avengers Civil War, Captain America Civil War, whatever that movie is called, where the team is broken in half and fighting against each other. I feel like that's more of the calculus of what we need in these movies rather than all of the Avengers
0: versus Thanos. (laughs) Not us using Marvel's like formula as, (laughs) but like a rubric and skeleton for (laughs) This other ridiculous action <laughs> franchise,
1: but I mean, but, it, yeah, it's, it, it works. A superhero franchise at that this point, sense. like they yeah. all they have more in common than they do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <Different types laughs> mm. yeah. I and I think I I thought Cipher as a villain for I think at least two of the previous movies, right? Uh, it was pretty compelling. Like I will buy in more to a villain who wants to just control the world because power and because that's exciting. I buy that a little bit more than this son of a drug lord that is just seeking revenge on the person that killed his father and is, is willing to go to this much extent to carry out his personal vendetta against this one man. Killed his father. It just seems like a lot of work (laughs) to do that for this one human than someone like Cypher, who's just like, let me build my entire infrastructure and technology and hired hands and create an army because I'm trying to take over the world. I'm not trying to do this like one to one vendetta thing. I want to dominate everyone. That I can buy into a lot more and is, I think, a little bit more believable for these like big set pieces then kind of just like personal revenge situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I struggled with the whole <laughs> I'm I'm going to make you suffer by targeting your entire family that you have assembled because yes. you took out my dad. Yeah. When like we've never seen you before. Like again, <laughs> like if this is where we're building to. We could have sprinkled some things throughout to like, oh, he has a son that, mm-hmm. yeah, that would have been great information to have. And maybe they said that in the movie. I don't know. It's been so long since I watched fast five, but I don't again, They did not take the Marvel mm-hmm. approach. They have taken the DC yeah. approach, but thankfully yes. the fast and the furious franchise is a lot more fun than the DC movies have been. So yeah. we still continue to watch them, even though they make no sense but we also don't come to these for the story. We come
0: for the foolishness. That is true. Yes. So everything that we're saying is just the sprinkles. The cake is great. The explosions are great. The car chase scenes are great. They're all fun. This is just the sprinkles. The moment, that moment when you created a franchise where the story or the sprinkles, you know, you've done something good, you know, like you've achieved greatness because Usually this is the meat and potatoes is the storyline and the narrative arc and the characters. But somehow we're like, yeah, we could do without them. Yeah, the man. cake still tastes great. <laughs>
1: yeah, just tell us what we're tasting and then we're going to taste
0: that thing. Yeah. And have a fun time doing it. One thing that I gathered from this, my 10 minute cram sesh was apparently everyone just is immortal like no one can die, <laughs> even if they... So when um, John Cena, uncle, I forget his name, the uncle character dies, I'm like, he's not dead. He's coming back in the next movie for sure. There's well, no way.
1: And so, okay, one of the things that that frustrated me about this movie <laughs> is that apparently Giselle is back. And that is... Some, so I have appreciated that... For, the Fast and the Furious franchise has been willing to kill off certain characters. They will bring them back, i.e. Han, because Han is the best. And they were right to bring back Han, even though it makes no sense. But they killed off Giselle. They killed off the uh, Elena. Uh, they've killed off other people, too. And so is Giselle?
0: Like, who, who plays Giselle? Uh,
1: Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, okay. And so when I saw her again, I was just annoyed because... Now are we just going to undo all of these beloved characters that you have killed off? Which was a good idea to kill them off, but now we're just going to bring people back.
0: Mm -hmm. It's annoying. Yes, people can rise from the dead in this universe. Yes, I see. That is my fault
1: for forgetting (laughs) that they are all superheroes, all of them. And we're even going to go back in time and bestow superhero abilities on people in- previous movies as well that Mm -hmm. that's my bad i forgot that we can do that
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) we we wave our magic wand we do anything can happen including apparently you can shoot a car into space i did not watch that movie but i watched the scene in my 10-minute cram sesh and i was like (laughs) this this is there's never a line The Fast and Furious universe, but if there was, we had crossed it. But there isn't a line, so we have to cross. There's no line because we waved it away with our magic wand. Yes. And
1: honestly, like the the ninth movie, Fast Nine, was one of the funniest movies that I've watched recently. And not because the movie was trying to be funny, just because it was so stupid and I had a great time and it was hilarious. So I do recommend watching that movie if you need a good laugh. Because it's very silly, especially the going into space scene. Very, it's, very and silly. And it just
0: looks so bad. It, it looks, looks so bad.
1: Terrible. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but it's great. Why not? We can launch a car into space. Mm-hmm. Go Apparently. for it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating because there's another franchise that also – Teetered on this line of being absolutely ridiculous, which is the Bond series, the Bond franchise movies, but they somehow like brought it back down to earth with with the with the Daniel Craig movies because there was a period of time where we were like taking out satellites in space and going like the the villains' plans got bigger and bigger and bigger, um, especially I think in the Pierce Brosnan era of movies. But somehow we brought it back down to this, like, really gritty, moody uh, story with the the Craig movie. So I'm like, hmm, it will never happen with Fast and Furious. But it's fun to think about if we eventually get back to just the, like, bread and butter of maybe Lil B comes back and it's just now car races.
1: I mean, that would be really fun. Maybe that's where you need to start, though. I think – I don't think you can reboot the franchise in 10, 15 years and start with cars launching into space. Like, I feel like you have to start back where we started and little B is a street
0: racer and somehow something. That actually would be genius if they did that because... I think that's how you have to do it. They'll do what they do with all the characters, which is they're going to be born again. Yes. And resurrect themselves, absolutely, to only descend into absolute chaos. Yes, <laughs> twelve movies later, and then you yeah, do man. the whole thing again. You know, and <laughs> it's but you know what's funny is that there's a new generation that will grow up with that that set of movies. I think that's that's what's been um, fun and interesting about a lot of these franchise movies that come back and, and kind of have the cyclical nature is that new. Younger people go to going to these movies are going to follow this journey of this new character. So, I mean it. It kind of works. It kind of works. Unfortunately, they'll keep making the money. Mm-hmm. It sure does. It's also crazy to think that this franchise started
1: twenty years ago, right? Like, yes, it's a little hard for me to to wrap head around that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still working great for them. So it's still doing its thing. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Um, other things that we wanted to talk about. Uh,
1: so how did you feel about the way that the movie ended? Cause mm-hmm. it's a little, it's a little abrupt and a little,
0: uh, I don't know, a little discombobulated. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is um, I think it it helped knowing that this was part of the trilogy beforehand and they didn't do what dune did, which is I had no idea that that was only part one. and so when dune part one ended, I was like, wait, hold on i'm 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 emotionally invested and I feel cut off now. Um, I actually think that they they should have cut it off one scene earlier than they did. Is my mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah. I think that if they ended with the with the cut to black with Dom and Um Lil B amidst the raging fire burning all around them, but they are unscathed and just cut it there with the words of I think um Jason Momoa's words of like, This is the end for you, and he's like gearing up to have all of the whole the whole thing blown up. I think that would have been such an exciting ending. But no, we get another run, like one more extra scene with uh, the gals in Antarctica. which I think for people that probably are more um, informed and educated about all of the events and the reveal of Gal Godot's character probably is the, the punchline of this movie that they wanted to really land home. But for people that don't remember who the heck she was, it just kind of feels like an extra little scene um that takes away from the impact of the like gasp is Dom and Lil B gonna get blown up at the base of this dam or not. I think that would have been a punchier mm-hmm. ending, but yeah, no, I
1: I completely agree. It it felt like an end credit scene that they just moved up mm. to the end of the movie. Yeah. Because it's it's not a long scene. No, and not so at all. You go from this like emotional moment with dom and the kid and like oh my gosh how are they going to get out of this and then you cut very quickly to antarctica to reveal gal gadot and i mean it looked terrible it was very bad green screen work but whatever it's <laughs> fine and then the movie's over yeah. like, why are you doing this to me why, why did it end me? there why yeah. did we end there so i I wonder if this was originally supposed to be like a mid-credit or a post-credit scene and then they just moved it up because they wanted everybody to see that Giselle was going to come back is is my best guess because it doesn't make
0: sense for it to end that way. No, I agree. I agree. Which I did not stay for any of the post-credit stuff. And apparently there is a mid-credit scene did you stay yes yes you did how did I you did. know to stay how was any i need i need like an announcement before any movie starts like <laughs> hello everybody please stay for the credits because you might have a little surprise waiting for you because we know to do it for the marvel movies but there's been another movie franchise that has had a mid-credit scene i think it was john it might have been john wick i don't know. it remember. was john wick yes how are we supposed to know
1: the only reason that I knew was because, number one, no one else in my wow. theater moved. There were How did they know? There were a whole seven other people and none of them moved. And so I yeah. went, okay, I guess I'm going to stay here. And also the lights stayed dark. And then as soon as the mid-credits was over, the lights came on. And so then I was like, oh, okay, we can leave.
0: Ah, so it's the lights. It's a visual cue. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know from next time. <laughs> but yes, a, a heads up would
1: be really helpful. If mm-hmm. if we can get better about that, that would be nice. <laughs> well, now I know. Now yes. I know. Look at the lights. And I don't know. I'm assuming that all theaters do that. But I know the theaters that I've to been think to
0: have, have done the lights that way. Mm-hmm. I think that tracks with my past experiences, at least okay. with the Marvel movies because then everyone gets up and does yes. the stretching and all that kind of stuff because it's been a 3 hour long movie that they just sat through. <laughs> um okay, so tell me about the mid-credit scene. It's apparently with Hobbs. Yes. Yeah. The the mid-credit scene reveals that
1: The Rock is back, which <gasps>
0: That's exciting.
1: Is uh, so that was surprising to me because there was this very public like rift between Vin Diesel and The Rock and basically The mm-hmm. Rock was like I'm done. I'm not doing any more of these movies, and so then, to see him pop up in a mid mid credit scene, I was very confused but uh it it's had me wondering if if we're if we're back into like the like old school like wrestling stuff where like two wrestlers would have beef with one another, but it would just be like a publicity stunt like I wonder I was if, thinking yeah that's if was we're thinking doing some stuff like that of like <laughs> Cause I thought I, I believed it. I thought that he was done. And so then he showed up and I was shocked, absolutely shocked to yeah. see his face. So if that's what they were going for, they succeeded with me. They tricked me. So it was a, it was a handy little reveal.
0: Okay. And then something about how he's Dante's next target. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that apparently Dante is the set up to be the primary mm-hmm. villain. The yes. next movie at least. Yeah, he's he's trying to take out everybody. So but uh honestly, okay, okay
1: the other thing that I would love, because now we have this little team up with Charlize Theron and Letty and Giselle. And I wonder if it's going to be three badass chicks go and just take out Dante. Because mm. uh he wasn't able to take out like, the dudes weren't able to take him out. So it would be nice if this team up of chicks was able to come in and, like, save the day.
0: That would be nice. I love that. I would like I that mean, a lot. They're all just so athletic. And they could do it. Physicality, yeah, of those fight scenes would be yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I think there's nothing that they can't do. So <laughs> I I would believe it. Right? And I think that there could be an interesting dynamic, not me like trying to weave in some gender politics here, but oh, please to leave. have yes. Jason Momoa just like completely underestimate them. So it's guards down and then they just come in and take him out. And that's his weakness is because he's a misogynist asshole. That could be fun. That'd be great. And then we replace him with someone that actually makes sense for this finale. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, then the we could week. have. Okay, so the
1: ladies come, take him out, boom, done, easy. Cypher yeah. gets her stuff back
0: Ooh, yeah. and then she goes back around.
1: to her evil ways, but then she also, like, pulls some other people to her side.
0: Yes.
1: And then she is the big
0: bad for the last movie and a half. hmm I like it. I like and it. she could do it. And it makes sense for her, too. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. We got it. We
1: have the next two movies ready to go. If uh, the Fast and the Furious team would like to contract us, contact us. We'd be happy to help. Justin Lin, just hit mm-hmm. us up. We got you.
0: Some ideas for you. I would yeah. also just love to see. Let me add some more things into here. I would love to <laughs> see people just turn on Dom for a little bit. You know, like no. I think he needs to have his like um, yeah. moment at the bottom of the well. Yeah, have and some then, conflict. yeah, then the loyalties are like reignited again for whatever reason, somehow, some way, because mm-hmm. they just love him and they love his barbecues. <laughs> I mean, but like, they're so they're all just so loyal to him that I'm like, yeah, okay, he's not Don Corleone people, all right, <laughs> please, but he is Dom, which is close to Don, <laughs> so
1: you know. Mm-hmm. but i like it i like it i i i think that that would be a good idea because we've had a lot of external foes there's been fewer internal conflict you know there's always been some but i don't think there's ever been a sizable rift between main characters it's mm-hmm. always been like an external force has created a rift rather than, right. and then they always like patch it up. Mm-hmm. With a nice barbecue. Hey, man. Don't underestimate the power of the barbecue.
0: <laughs> the reconciliation that can be ushered in <laughs> with some barbecues in Corona is underestimated.
1: <laughs> it's true. That is, that is a main pillar of the Fast and the Furious franchise is barbecues and Coronas. There, yes. I mean, it's
0: that and cars. And protein powder. <laughs> That's right. You got to be jacked. The amount of protein powder that has probably been consumed <laughs> by the actors in these movies is beyond, beyond me. Oh, yes. I, Can you imagine? Far more than
1: any human should. And oh, I mean, gosh. let's be honest, like steroids to get that oh,
0: big yeah it's yeah it's too much we could build like entire mountains from the protein powder <laughs> it's true entire mountain ranges you're you're not wrong and we could fill the like entire deserts too yes yeah the
1: the sand will no longer be sand it will be
0: protein <laughs> whey protein powder yes <laughs> that is that's all Okay, other thoughts about this movie? Oh, okay, I had one. Yes. Which reminded me a lot, yet again, of another very popular uh, action franchise, just the Bond series. But this whole trope around this tough fighter who becomes a father, and then his softest spot becomes his children, his child. I just think it's so interesting to me how we somehow just love this uh this character trope of the father who's who's incredibly competent he's an action star um he's lived well many many lives at this point and cheated death a million times and seems to be fearless and and macho in all the ways that classic american hollywood loves to paint this like macho man figure but it always comes down to children of any kinds. For Bond, I think it was what his daughters in the in his final finale with the Craig. Oh, um, that's right, he had a kid. Yeah, and that was oh. the big emotional moment for Bond's ending as a character in at least the Daniel Craig series. Is he becomes a father, and that's that's worth sacrificing himself for is to take out this like big villain in order to sacrifice for a better future for his family and what blah, blah 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 right and we kind of i feel like are seeing a similar thing i don't know if it'll be sacrificial but in the ending but there is this like that is the core emotional dynamic of these final movies is dom toretto desiring to protect his child but that is also portrayed as to his you know, to his foes, it's his Achilles heel for him. Eventually we will obviously see that it is it is his source of strength. But it just is fascinating to me that we love to see that trope again and again and again. We love it. Yeah, yeah, we do. And I I think the reason
1: why that trope works a little bit better for me in Fast and Furious than it does for me in that <laughs> Daniel Craig Bond movie. I've completely wiped that tidbit from my brain about bond um but i think it works better here because that has been a consistent character trait of dom Mm -hmm. for a lot of the franchise like he and not about a kid but he yeah it's the whole family thing which is ridiculous and they say family every five minutes in this movie but that has been a core theme of this film is that he is willing to do anything for his family and past villains have used that against him as well. And so it, it wasn't that unbelievable for me to see him in that role, Mm -hmm. um, especially because it is his kid. Like, obviously you have like a great connection to your child. Um, but it it works for me cuz it's the the ground has been laid over mm-hmm. x number of movies that he is willing to sacrifice for his family and now that he has a biological
0: family he for sure is willing to do that. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. It's laid far better than Bond who is spent <laughs> his entire life. Just taking people as an assassin, which inherently you have to be emotionally uh, disentangled to execute well in that role. Um, but I just think that there's something about this this type of character who who has this softness to him, and, and I think there's some there's something about that. The softness comes from the love and the bond that they have for their kid. Um, but it's just fascinating how many movies like use that to create emotional stakes for these like big ending ending finale sequences, whether it's the final scenes of a movie or it's the final several movies. Um, there's something about that that just works every time it's going to mm-hmm. hit hit people in the feels, and we see it again, yet again.
1: And we do love like the macho man with, A soft, gooey center. Like Mm, we love love that, and so we see that played out in this particular scenario. And I, I think when when a kid is involved in the action, it makes you more stressed. At least it does for me. And. You you want the protagonist to win even more because a child's life is at stake. So it raises the tension, it raises the stakes, and you are more emotionally invested because there is a child involved.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: just, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> it works. It That's works. They keep doing it, but then I'm, like, <sighs> man, we just get men with kids in in big explosions. That's the ending of any great franchise, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. I wish that we could figure out something else to do instead though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I do I I think you bring up a good point though, which is that this works much better for this franchise because it's been part of the brand for so long. in um, some of the other ones I'm like, "Oh, yeah, here we go again." <laughs> but I'm still emotional. So, yeah. good job, <laughs> but also now that it's ended, I'm like, "Really?" yeah doing this again yes it works it does it does gets you every time yeah unfortunately yeah. okay any other thoughts about fast X? uh
1: okay shall we do some some shout outs and some silly things yes please i know you have a you have a rant oh do- okay we Oh, About gosh, there's, there's going to be a few things on this one. Um, okay, so first, did you spot any pinky rings?
0: <sighs> Jen! I mean, did you ask me this question when it's like a very slow, still <laughs> drama? Because <laughs> there's too many cars exploding for me to notice the pinky ring. No, I did not. Is there a very okay. obvious one? It sounds there, like there's a very obvious one. There is a very obvious one. one. Is it by our our dude, Jason Momoa?
1: Our dude, yes. Dante <gasps> is wearing a pinky ring on his oh right hand. Goodness. He's also wearing a number of rings. Like Yes, he does. Hands what? are just covered
0: in them. I love I love a scene where he shows up a little scrunchie and a high pony. That was yes. my favorite. <laughs> yes.
1: I also appreciated the little like Princess Leia
0: buns that he had going on in one scene. It was so very great. cute okay that's this is a good data point it's a very good data point yes yes this supports mm. the hypothesis very well squarely right in the center of the circle <laughs> nailed it good stuff okay okay uh i would
1: i would also like to give a shout out to the gentleman who watched fast and furious at 10 a.m on a friday morning <gasps> and fell asleep Halfway
0: through, I am. Were these gentlemen my father? Because my father can fall asleep in any kind of action movie. He he looked young, like probably Mm.
1: like thirties ish. Like at ten a.m. though. At ten a.m. though, so like I can kind of understand, but also like, why are you going to pay? I mean, granted, it was only like seven dollars because it was the matinee. But like, why are you going to leave your house, drive to a theater, pay money? And then fall asleep during this movie. For a very oh. loud nap. During, <laughs> it's a very loud <laughs> nap. So I just, I had mad respect for him for being able to amazing. fall asleep halfway through a Fast and Furious movie.
0: Just very loud, <laughs> very loud you know? white noise. Very loud white noise. Because white noise can be soothing. And, you know, perhaps the hum and the explosions and the fires is just soothing mm-hmm. for the man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. That was fun. That's amazing. That's impressive. Right? I was impressed. That's how boring this movie was for him. (laughs) The
1: cake was not caking for him. It was not working for him. It was not. It was not the adrenaline rush that he needed that Mm. day. (laughs) I mean, it is 10 a.m., so, like, I get it. Mornings are hard. 10 a.m. Yeah.
0: Mm. (laughs) What do you do with the rest of your day after a 10 a.m.? fast experience just go about your day like, just hyped just, after that yeah <laughs>
1: honestly like driving it's the most home, productive day ever after driving home was the worst part because I just wanted to speed like crazy and I passed a cop on the way home and oh. thankfully saw him early enough and was able to slow down so that I did <laughs> not get a ticket but I was like wow this is, you had I, some like blue liquid flying out of your. I was like, ready, man. The, it was great that I didn't have any an moss in my car. You know,
0: <laughs> I was I was ready to race. Oh man, <laughs> I'm just picturing you in like a spray painted gold car, like just strolling through the highways at an even sixty miles <laughs> per hour. <laughs> But like hands gripping the wheel, just ready to hit
1: the gas. I was ready. I wanted to race after this, but (laughs) I am not in the Fast and the Furious franchise and really don't want to get a ticket. So I controlled myself. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's very good. That was my biggest accomplishment of that day, was not getting a (laughs) ticket. (laughs) Okay. Other things, other silly things. Uh, Fun things. Another silly thing: there was a speck on the screen
0: in my ten AM showing on a Friday morning.
1: Where it was, was the
0: speck? And also, please tell everyone when the lot the a very similar movie that you also saw a speck in. <laughs> okay, uh, I have a problem. It was
1: nearly <laughs> centered, so vertically it was in the center, and it was oh. just a little bit to the left.
0: Oh, that's not good.
1: It was not center. great. It was all that I could focus on. It was very distracting.
0: The Little tiny speck. See, uh that speck amidst the fire and yes. the the glass
1: and yes. the. I could see the little speck. It's one of those things. Like
0: once you know it's there, yeah, you can't unsee you it. You can't unsee it. It's very distracting. Okay, so if we ever go to. The next time we go to a movie theater <laughs> together in person, I need you to tell me after the movie ends. Oh, absolutely. Perfect. Yes. I would not
1: torture you. I don't want you to have this experience that I have.
0: But hopefully there's a mid credit scene where I can also observe the spec with images on the screen. So i have got to make sure it's movie. Okay, great. Okay. We we can arrange this.
1: Don't okay, you worry.
0: <laughs> right in the center is tough. Oh, it's That's rough. Because the – the other time you had a speck was in the top left, right? There's, There's been a few of them. <gasps>
1: oh, no. I, well, because there was the Phantom Thread one, which was just torture. Because that one a, I understand. Ugh, it was a beautiful <laughs> movie. And just all I could see was just the spec. <laughs> uh, and then I think the movie you're referring to is Ready Player One. There was an issue with that screen during that movie.
0: Oh yeah. That was right.
1: not a fun time. I know it's happened other Again, times, but I can't another, remember. Another
0: like stimul visual stimulation <laughs> overload movie where I'm like, How- no. How, How are there in- specs? There's specs so- everywhere
1: overloaded with ready player one honestly there were times when i just stared at the spec because i was too overwhelmed by the I was whole movie say, was it was
0: soothing for you
1: yes i saw solid like, in the speck i think it was like like red it was like these like red pixels that were just there
0: for the entire movie that was what that was it's like the equivalent of like the character m- moseying down a river nearing <laughs> the waterfall amidst like all of the white water rapids, That's but they're just clinging desperately to a log. Yes, that- Back is is your log. Those
1: red pixels were my it log your during life. Ready Player One, cause that movie was way too much for me. I was- See, If we're watching
0: One. Ready Player One together, I need you to tell me so that I also can cling to the log with you. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like, well. that, that was my bad. That was,
1: <laughs> I, I did not share my log with you when we watched Ready Player <laughs> One. I'm so sorry oh man okay other silly things Uh, things? my last thing is I would like to give a shout out to this movie for reminding me (gasps) Uh that DeLoreans still exist Uh, Cypher pulls up to Dom's house in the beginning of the movie driving a DeLorean Uh who knew that they were still in business and still making cars because I did not
0: look at that that was that was nice apparently you need to be like bleeding out from your side yes prime moment for those yes yes in (laughs) order
1: to get a DeLorean you either need to be friends with a mad scientist and need Mm -hmm. to go back in time like in back to the future or you need to be bleeding out of your side and then you get a prototype DeLorean Yes. those are your two options yes
0: because uh, like man at least you get some consolation for the fact yes. that you might be dying yeah, momentarily yeah. you get a pretty sweet new car i'm <laughs> here
1: love it i mean that sucks if you're gonna die but you got a
0: cool car so yeah you've got something to transport you to eternity. <laughs>
1: delorean it can go back in time or it can transport you into eternity
0: which way would you like to go one of
1: two options yeah Yeah. now there's going to be a whole like spin-off of like (laughs) if you go x because it was 88 miles an hour and back to the future so if you go x number in the new delorean you can go to
0: x place yes but it's only activated if it can sense the fact that the Mm -hmm. blood is seeping out onto the seat
1: Ah, I see. So they built in some safeguards because they learned from back to the future that you can't just let anybody have this
0: power. So
1: they've built in some stuff.
0: Style comes at a cost, you know? (laughs) so They save up, like, high heels, like, beauty is pain, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. You
1: got to be looking good in this car.
0: Even (laughs) if you're bleeding
1: out, you got to be looking good. (laughs)
0: All right, well, this is our review and discussion of Fast X. You can find it available out in theaters. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Movies and Us. Our name sums it up. We're all about movies and the powerful ways we can connect with each other and the world around us. This podcast is about all of us and our shared stories. Everyone is welcome here, and we're so glad you hung out with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you tune into your favorite shows, Drop us a review, letting us know your thoughts about Fast X. You can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod, or email us at MoviesInUsPod at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to discuss the film Blackberry. We hope you have an amazing week and we'll see you very soon.